Now, how do I start this podcast today? Should I just go with "What's up, people," or maybe just play it cool, like "Hey, what's up, guys?" Or, or, or we can always go a little bit of gangster, like "What up, player?" See, now not everybody might be aware of "What up," and what if "What's up" just sounds lazy, like I'm trying too hard to be cool. Do you think I'm overthinking about this? Well, good, because that is exactly what I want to talk to you guys about today. But before we cruise into the deep waters, let's wish a very happy birthday to Ari, the coolest kid on the block who just turned 18 today. Girl, you stay awesome and have an amazing birthday. And of course, tell me all about it tomorrow so I can share the updates with my no filter fam right here. So we're about to set sail into the sea of OT, aka overthinking. You know, one really cool thing about this topic is that I know for sure that each and every one listening to this podcast has been consistently doing this, and maybe you're even doing it right now. If that is the case, stop. Wait a minute. Fill my cup. Put some liquor in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just too easy and tempting. But seriously, stop. Stop overthinking. Easier said than done, right? I know. I used to overthink on a daily basis too, but we gotta start somewhere, right? Actually, the best place to start would be by sharing this quote that I found on Google that kind of gives you a light bulb moment when you hear it. So here it goes: Overthinking, more like the art of creating new problems out of the ones that never existed in the first place. Damn straight, to the point, and kind of punches you in the gut. I wanted to understand why do we overthink in the first place and how can we deal with it? Because just saying stop overthinking just makes me wanna punch the other person. If we knew how, we would have done it by now, smartass. So, why do we overthink? Are we bored? Got nothing else to do? Are we going bonkers? Are we anxious of the unknown, which, by the way, usually is the case? Or is it coming from depression? Are we insecure? I mean, sure, we are about something or the other, but is that what's causing you to overthink? Gotta figure that out. If you want to get the right answers, you have got to ask the right questions and get to the root cause of the situation. Well, I'll tell you what I did to deal with this annoying destructive habit. It's actually very simple. I just wrote all my thoughts down. Like every time my mind started running down a rabbit hole of negative thoughts, I simply just wrote or typed them all down without giving a crap about the errors or formatting or anything. Like don't stop writing or typing till you have documented each and every thought. Now two things happened here. First, I noticed that when I was documenting while overthinking, I tend to stop doing it a lot faster. Now I don't know if it was just my brain seeing that I've already documented a lot and it went like, "Ah, oh, dude, that's enough," or it was just that I got tired and gave up on the thoughts. Either way, it was a win. Second, and the most important thing that happened was that while keeping those thought entries side by side, I was able to identify where the leak was coming from, and by that I mean where did my thoughts started firing off in different directions. It did take a while to work through the root cause, but eventually I was free. I'm not saying this is a one-size-fits-all solution. Nothing really is, but we gotta keep trying every single thing to see what works for us. Let's put our brainstorming hats on and work on this together. And you can text me your ideas in the comments section below as you come up with them. Let's see. Okay, so I think the simplest solution should be distract yourself, right? I mean, if I was stressing and overthinking and suddenly started focusing on a squirrel doing backflips outside my window, I sure as hell won't be worrying anymore. 
That actually happened to me once a few years ago. Not while I was stressing or anything, but I was just working on my laptop, sitting in Starbucks, and this gymnast squirrel randomly pops up and decides to do its routine right outside the window next to me. I mean, I wish I had a camera and I was quick enough to capture a video or something because it's one of those things you need to see to believe. Even though that was some cocky squirrel with an attitude problem, I still wish I captured that. Well, not everyone is going to have access to such weirdness. I understand that. And the good news is that there are alternatives. One of the most epic ones being watching comfort TV shows. It's the stuff you watched in your childhood, like when you had not a single worry in the world and all you had to do was wait for that new episode. Trust me, you do that and your mind is going to kick you back into your childhood so fast as the theme song of the show comes on and before you know it, you'll be in your jammies and sipping on a juice box. It sure as hell works for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be childhood shows. Watch anything that brings you comfort, basically. And if TV wasn't a big part of your childhood or it doesn't bring you comfort, you can always go with reading a book. Now, I know all these ideas sound too simple and common sense, but then again, common sense is not so common. And sometimes the answer lies in the simplest of ideas that we tend to ignore the most because our minds are hardwired to think that nothing good comes easy. I mean, good things would come to you easily if you are willing to accept them and are open to them. For instance, we're talking about reading a book, right? I think that's a genius idea. Let's say you can't stop thinking about uh, why you don't have a lot of friends or why are people so judgmental. And then you force yourself to pick up a book like um, The Count of Monte Cristo and start reading the book out loud. Are you really going to continue to think about the crappy things people do or would you rather witness a clever prison escape? Well, my vote goes to the dude breaking out of prison any time, any day. You see where I'm going with this? I've had this discussion with people from different walks of life and to my surprise, a lot of people view overthinking as a positive. The last argument I heard in favor of it was that it helps you prepare for any outcome. When, so basically, when you think of a lot of scenarios, you think of how you would react to it. And all I could say to that is, well, let me buy you a drink, sir, because you need to shut your mouth and open your head and ears. I get where the thought process is coming from, but you need to understand that creative thinking and brainstorming are very different things than overthinking. Yes, it's good to be prepared for any outcome, but how many scenarios can your mind possibly think of as there are infinite possibilities? Building on that, let's say you spend hours and hours thinking of different scenarios and then something highly unexpected happens. So basically, you put yourself through hell for nothing. That right there is more annoying than anything else. I mean, here you were thinking, I feel safe now because I have thought of every possible scenario, but kaboom! you were still not prepared for the unexpected. And unexpected things happen all the time. Exhibit A would be the last two years. Could anyone in 2019 have thought about this as a scenario? Heck, no one even thought of living in a time in the United States with Trump as president. Okay, I give you that. These are over-the-top examples, so I'll throw a basic one on the table. Let's say you're preparing for a job interview and you already know what your strengths and weaknesses are. You have done your homework on the history of the company and the job description. You have your resume and all your documents in order. And there's literally nothing that you have left to chance. I'm even going to hypothetically accept that you have thought of so much that nothing the interviewer throws at you could hold you back. I mean, you are ready to own it. You wake up all fresh and motivated. You put your sharpest clothes on and look in the mirror and tell yourself you got this. As you pull out of the driveway, some dumbass hits your car and as a result, you have to miss out on that interview. Hmm, now did we have this scenario in our think tank? 
Well, obviously not. We have things like, what if the alarm doesn't go off? Or what if I can't find my stuff tomorrow morning? But never this. Because it is highly unlikely and too dramatic to think about. But is it impossible? To this, a lot of you must be wondering, oh, if that's the case and we start thinking like that, anything is possible. Yes, that is exactly what I've been saying. Anything is possible and there is no point overthinking about anything as it does nothing for you and there is no end to it. Nothing good will ever come out of it. Now, I wasn't feeling too good and wanted to research about uh, how overthinking has been hurting our lives. So I went to the one place that is responsible for most people overthinking in terms of health. The Googles. You know, I forced myself to steer away from putting in the symptoms because every damn thing has only one result. Cancer. You have an itch. Cancer. You fell and hurt your bum. Cancer. Your date canceled on you. Cancer. You undercooked pizza. Cancer and so on and on and on. So I instead just focus my energy on journals from psychologists, psychiatrists, and mental health forums. So here are the four points that I found that made the most sense to me. Now, while overthinking may stem from anxiety and depression, it can make the same a thousand times worse, or even cause it in people who didn't have it in the first place. Second, it messes up the quality of our sleep, and I don't need to tell you that lack of sleep is the source of a zillion issues. Third, it ruins relationships and makes you cynical. Fourth, and the last one, mental paralysis. When we overthink about something, we are not able to take any actions and hence stay stuck in the same place until something knocks us out of it. I think these points in themselves kind of give us a lot to think about. Uh, and uh, so what's the moral of the story here? Stay in the present, stay prepared, stay creative, but do not OD on OT. Boy, that was some topic. And yeah, of course, if I missed out on anything, please feel free to comment below so I can get an insight on that from you as well. Oh, by the way, I hope the last few days were pretty chill for you guys. Milo and I had a great week. I submitted a pilot to the New York Television Festival and Milo is learning to communicate so much better now and is getting cuter by the day. Now when I'm about to leave the house or I'm talking on the phone, he makes this sound like... And I'm like, God, come on, you're killing me. As expected, he's a baby. I mean, he wants me to play with him all day and sit next to him when he sleeps. So that was us this last week. Share the highlight of your week as well. I'm sure you guys are living it up. I mean, I see them Instagram stories and some of you are really owning your lives. Like, I'm so inspired by you guys. Also, I kind of need suggestions today. I feel like watching a movie and I just can't decide on what I want to watch. So send me some suggestions on your favorite ones. You know, otherwise I'll just end up watching The Usual Suspects, which are 12 Angry Men, Apollo 13, um, John Wick, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Harry Potter. All, by the way, watched a million times. I want something new and engaging. Oh crap, I completely forgot about the chicken rolls I have in the microwave. All right, all right, all right, later guys. See you next week, and here we go.